You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Lust for Life with Mad Dog Matter. All right, babies. This is Lust for Life. This is the maiden voyage of the podcast everyone has been anticipating. By everyone, I mean about seven, eight people. Sounds about right. But we'll yeah. multiply it. We're going to grow. Sit with me, my main dude. Benji, what's up? Thanks for having me. I'm Thank- glad everyone else canceled on you. Yes, really let's be on. honest. Uh, I love Benji to death, and he is going to be a part of the show. He's one of the producers of the show. He, of course, Booker of Stand Up New York, my home club, who we are working for, Stand Up New York Labs, the hottest production company in the world, changing lives. We're doing it right here. But, yeah, I wanted to have a female co-host, and uh, they all canceled. So, yeah, this is the idea. All right, let's just get I'm insulted right now. No, you should I'm be. just joking. You can pretend joking. to be a girl if you want. I mean, that'd be great. You can method act. Mm. You can put on some panties, do whatever makes you feel good inside. Oh, I am. Oh, good. See, <laughs> that's why we have you here. I know you adapt. Uh, all right, so this is what this show is going to be. This show is not your typical comedian in New York City podcast, even though I am a comedian in New York City. Um, it is not going to be two comedians talking about comedy for an hour and a half. I'm bored to death of that. It's not going to happen. We might talk comedy every once in a while, but if we do, it'll be something specific, a burning issue. I might have comedians as guests, but if they come in, they are going to tell a story or something specific that they've done in their life, a past job, a relationship, a sexual quirk, something crazy. That's what this show's about. Lust for life. It's about the human condition. It's about doing something different, being judged by it, not caring, figuring out how to not care by being judged. Being a human and succeeding in this world and finding happiness. And that's what this is about. Lust for life. We're going to have interesting people ask you every week. About that? Yes, what Benji. made you uh, come up with that theme for this podcast? Uh, I was watching HBO Go, which we're stealing from someone, which is <laughs> outstanding. It's, it's not stealing. The guy gave his password. Fair. But if HBO found this out, so if someone at HBO hears this podcast, A, it'd be exciting because I'd like an opportunity <laughs> to have a show on HBO. But – I might get this dude busted, and I can't have that happen. So I was watching Vice. Vice Magazine now has a television show, and I have That's a journalism right. degree. And initially, I was going to move to New York and be a music writer. I was going to be a critic. I thought I was going to be the new Lester Bangs. I was going to write for Spin, which isn't even a magazine <laughs> anymore. It's just digital. Really aiming for the stars That's there, right. Rolling Stone, which after the <laughs> this week with putting the bomber, <laughs> they're probably going to go out of print. I think it's going to be a backlash. But uh, I was going to be a journalist. And – it's very exciting when I watched the Vice show and them looking at the condition of life and these guys going into situations all over the world. True gonzo journalism. One of my heroes is Hunter S. Thompson, the creator of gonzo journalism. That's right. We spoke about that. That's it. I love it. A hero of mine. And putting yourself in these situations and learning about people. And that's what I want. I want to learn about people. I'm fascinated with people. And as being a comic, nothing but nothing, I am sick of dealing with comics. I love my brothers and sisters out there, but we have the same fucking problems. <laughs> and, it, oh, I'm not, they're not working me there. Oh, MTV hasn't called me back for the pilot. Oh, it's a bunch. I want to talk to real people. Like I said, we will have a lot of comic guests, but I, we will not talk about your gigs. We won't talk about your tight 10. None of that shit. <laughs> we're going to talk about that time you were in the Peace Corps because you were hooked on meth and you had to get the fuck out of Baltimore, and you ended up having sex with a nun on a camel's back, something like that. That didn't really happen, but if that person does exist, you will be booked on the you show are, next week. Yeah, we'll find you. Consider <laughs> it booked right here. Right here, it will happen. So 
That's what we're looking for. All right. And that's we have a great guest today. In a few minutes we're going to bring her out. We have an astronomer. And she can read cards. And I probably did I say it the wrong way? Astrologist. Astrologist. She can do both jobs. Astrologer. Okay. You could. It's an astrologist. Astrologer. Look. Don't worry. When We're I bring in. <laughs> when I bring in a geologist, I will call them a geometry. Don't worry about that. Just like any American, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna bring in someone, and I'm gonna do the vice versa. I'm gonna bring in someone just to talk about isotop triangles, and I'll be like, look at this geologist. I'll be like, no, motherfucker, I don't isotope. study Australia. <laughs> So that's, I mean, that's what we're going to do. Uh, I'm going to, I want to find out about what it's like being a person in a profession that isn't, I'm going to use this word, like mainstream, not a doctor, lawyer, mailman, milk lady. Do milk ladies still exist? We should bring back we milk people. We should bring back milk people. Yeah. At least on the show, an old school one. Do you think anyone's still alive who used to deliver milk? Like when was the last time milk was delivered? The 60s? My mom had milk delivered when she was young. Wow. Holy shit. In Pennsylvania. They probably still do it in Pennsylvania, though. Like Dutch? Does she grow up in Dutch County? Like that area? Scranton. Yeah, Scranton's a weird town. It now. is. Scranton does not look. All right, the Scranton she grew up in is not the Scranton <laughs> I have done gigs in. Let's be honest. <laughs> Scranton looks like Mad Max a little bit. I'm going to be quite honest. It looks a little rough. Yeah. And everyone there looks like they're leaving a Slayer concert. <laughs> I I'm think that's you. like the, the college scene that took over. There's they a college there? Yeah, there's some big – it's like a – yeah. It used to be like a coal mining town, I feel like. There's nothing better than when a coal mining town becomes a college town. Right. That's a, <laughs> just a great progression over there. America. <laughs> Do we still make coal? This is how dumb I am. Maybe I shouldn't be hosting this show. <laughs> I don't know about coal. I can't say astronomer, astrologist. I get it all fucked up over here. That's why we love you. Well, someone My has dog. to. Someone <laughs> has to. You and the girls in the front row on the road. But that's another story. Um, all right, let me get a few things out of the way before we bring on our guest who also reads cards, can uh, crystals. We're going to learn all kinds of shit, all right? It's going to be We're fun. probably butchering really, it now. Really pumped. She's going to get as straight as an arrow on this. And look at it. Right now, she is actually sitting next to us, and she's just waiting. And she's like, I, uh, these guys have no idea what the right. fuck they're talking about. <laughs> we're going to start from all over again. But that's why we're bringing you in here because most people don't know what's not in front of them. And now we're going to bring you in front of them, and we're going to learn this shit, okay? That's how it's going to happen. Real quick. First segment every week will just be a few rants talking about things. All right. Here's some I'm going through right now. Let me hear. All right. You are a big music fan, Benji. Sure. You go to festivals all the time. Couple. Every time I see you, like, I'm going to a <laughs> festival, and then I look every it up, and that festival doesn't even exist. So I don't know where you're going. It's like, I'm going to the Kudamududu Festival <laughs> in Chattanooga. <laughs> what the, I look at that. It don't exist. It's like I saw the Peppers and I think uh, Bob Weir. And I think Garcia came back from the dead mm -hmm. and a couple holograms jammed. It was a really good show. That's a great show, <laughs> all right? Um, I'm a music junkie. I was going to be a music critic, like right, I said. Right, right, Oh, man. The other day, I love watching music documentaries. And we are now getting Showtime legally for six months. <laughs> so I'm not stealing that shit. So Showtime, don't put the kibosh. Um, there's a documentary on the Eagles, the band the Eagles, who I grew up pr taking pride in hating. Took mm. pride in hating the Eagles. Got sick of growing up here in the, the best American rock band ever. Thank God Nirvana came. Think about how bad <laughs> it is. You, 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 you're a patriot. You love America. You love rock and roll. But up till the early 90s, who were the, the two best American rock bands? The Beach Boys and the Eagles. Beach Boys are fine, but all that rub-a-dub-dub-in-the-tub shit? No, I don't like that. I, I got to see the Beach Boys at one of those festivals. Just saying. Yeah, but I mean, no offense. Who's left? 
fucking Mike Love, who still looks like your uncle, who shows up at Thanksgiving with a girl 10 years younger than you that he's going to bang while you're, like, passing out from the riboflavin. What's the thing that makes you sleep in the turkey? Riboflavin? Oh, the— Sacronin? Yeah. I think it's astronomy. I think it's that. <laughs> and uh, it's a callback in the business. And— uh, <laughs> Little footnote. Yeah. Um, all right. But they're a good band. But Surprisingly, a uh, really good show. They still know they could still rock it. Not gonna lie. Was Brian Wilson with them? I don't. I'm not a big Beach Boys guy. I just kind of went to be like, they're not really here. If there's no were. Wilsons in the band, I don't <laughs> fucking count. Bands are gonna tour forever without real members. Like the Who are down to two people. If Roger Daltrey dies, you better believe Pete Townsend's bringing another singer. And I bet Pete Townsend has it in his will when he dies. They'll just be a who with like a guy named Curly and a Johnny, and it's right. just like no who? one from it. It'll be like it'll be like a who cover band, but they'll be legally the fucking who, and then it'll be like oh, the guy who played bass for him the last fifteen years. Who gives a shit about that guy? Right. Okay, but I, I, I digress, of course. So finally, Nirvana comes, and that's the real American rock band. All right, because mm-hmm. we had the Eagles, we had Beach Boys, and we had Aerosmith. No offense, poor man Stones, you can't count that shit. Okay, um, so I always hated the Eagles on Pride. Always thought Victim of Love, good song. Very good. It's kind of metal. This documentary, I'm watching it. The roommates come in. A couple comedians, Anthony DeVito, Greg Stone, they're my roommates. They come in and they go, what are you doing? Watch an Eagles documentary. Don't you hate the Eagles? Yeah. Why are you watching it? Because the band members hate each other as much as I hate their band. Wow, that really? Is the, it is the most entertaining thing the I've ever time, seen. The whole time or it turned into that? The whole time, and there's still anger. Don Felder's, they're, they're reuniting this summer. Don Felder, not in the group. They hate each other. I think Glenn Fry and Don Henley like each other. I think um, Joe Walsh gets along with everyone now that he's sober, but Joe Walsh and Don Felder were buddies, and the bass player, the original bass player, was just a weirdo, hid from everyone. And it's so great, the hatred, though, as the fa- uh, across the factions. And you think of them as like a pussy band. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I know there's a lady here, but I'm going to be quite honest. It's a pussy band. Like Tequila Sunrise, real, real vaggy song. Nothing muscular <laughs> about that song. Desperado. Look, all right, let's just some of the worst songs ever written by a big band. You're hating right now. You like Desperado? I'm oh. not gonna say he's the worst song of all time. How about Witchy <laughs> Woman? Like, How about Boom, Boom, here, Boom, Boom? Here's my boom. question for you. Yes. Do you think that uh, hatred in the band helped spur creativity? Also, I think it does in a sense. It eventually runs out. I think that's kind of what Neil Young was talking about of uh, uh, burnout and not fade away. Okay, there's a fire burning, right. and you can get you only have a short time to get that out. And part of that fire burning with them was hatred. Was I don't like this son of a bitch. I'm gonna write something better than him mm-hmm. and all that. But eventually, that bur- the fire burns out, and that's why after like 1980, they they couldn't go on. Right, and that's the beauty of it. Um, but. That being said, so I'm watching it because I'm fascinated with them hating each other. They almost get in a fist fight on stage, Glenn Fry and Don Felder, at a benefit for like a senator. There's audio of this of Glenn Fry going, I can't wait to get done. Four more songs and I whoop your ass. First of all, who the fuck knew that, that Glenn Fry was a tough guy? Yeah. First geez. of all, he, and then he's that And cool. he said that into the mic at the benefit? Into the mic is a benefit. They're raising benefit money for a for senator. Like battered women or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Battered lead guitarist is what the next charity is going to be. So that's going on. Uh, Glenn Fry, really tough dude. He wrote Life in the Fast Lane. He was actually in a car with a drug dealer going like 130 on the freeway with kilos of cocaine. 
He turns to the drug dealer driving and goes, what are you doing? He goes, life in the fast lane, man. Who knew that, th- that this guy who sang The Fucking Heat Is On, a great chooch song of the 80s, just pure choochery, was this cool and this tough? He's talking about whooping ass. Right. He looks like a yeah. guy who should be cleaning a yacht for your uncle. <laughs> I Don't mean, be it, judging people. How about that? If you learn anything from this documentary. I, I, I will never judge again. Don Henley does look like a villain in Batman, and that's Greg Stone's line, but it's true. Go look yeah. it up. He looks like Ra Azul, which I mispronounced that too, so don't feel bad, Zarina. I fucking said that wrong too. You spread it evenly. I spread it all around. Well, so that being said now, I watched about 45 minutes of this documentary, and songs have gotten stuck in my head. I realize I like at least four Eagle songs. Victim of Love I always liked. Okay, great song. Life in the Fast Lane, decent. In the City, Joe Walsh, unbelievable. Beautiful, The Warriors. I am obsessed now with Already Gone. I've listened to it six times on the way up here. And other so- I keep waking up singing, take it to the limit one more time. I am now becoming an Eagles fan, and I'm feeling guilty. On Spotify, I'm searching, and I'm going through their songs, and I feel like you hear stories of how dudes all of a sudden um, – find themselves attracted to, like, dudes, or, like, they see, like, oh, man, I'm, I'm really attracted to a guy, but they feel that guilt, and so it's like they hide their porn. So or you do that with the Eagles? I now feel like that because I'm sp- my Facebook tells you what I'm listening to on Spotify, and I'm scared if I leave the last song as, as like, Desperado or some shit like that, someone's going to be like, that bastard always said he was an Eagles hater, and now look at him. He's coming out of the Eagles closet. Wow. I feel like that right now. I feel like I'm becoming a fan, but I hated Bob Seger for years. Now I'm okay with them. I think I'm just getting older, and I need some easier music in my life. And that's what it's filling. But I feel immense okay. guilt, and it makes no sense. Well, maybe you needed to know their hatred for each other for your hatred to to subside. Or to say, I can still hate them and listen. Mm. Just like they were hating to create and creating the music. Wow. Maybe hate ultimately leads to love. Perhaps. Understanding the hate. Understanding now I could come to grips. I still don't think I'd want to have a beer with Don Henley. You would or wouldn't? No, because I feel like he thinks who he is. Glenn Fry, man, what a is who he, he paying would be. for the beer? Don Henley? I bet Don Henley doesn't pick up a single tab. Uh, and I bet if you ask him to throw some money, he'll give you a huge speech about Walden Woods <laughs> or whatever cause. I just feel like you go out with him, he's going to tell you about some whale that's sick in the middle of like the South Ocean and how you should enjoy your margarita because that poor whale can't drink it. And then I'd be like, if the whale drank the margarita, he'd probably fucking die. So take it easy and go <laughs> sing Dirty Laundry at a state fair, asshole. That's what it's. That's I, what you'd say? You have your speech prepared. Jeez. That was all <laughs> at the top of the dome, baby. I just let it out, man. I like it. All right. So and then another thing they brought up in this thing is the band lasted 10 years and no one expected that. They just thought they'd get two years, just like the Beatles. Paul McCartney once said in an interview, um, we didn't expect to get past two years. And so this brings up to our guest that we're going to bring on here in a second. Everyone is worried about what their future holds, what's going to happen to them. And if you knew what was really going to happen, like we all kind of want to know, but wouldn't that take the fun out of what life is? I think that's right. And shouldn't there be a little uncertainty? No. Okay, she's mouthing. So we'll no get to that. But we all are interested. We all want to know. I want to know if anyone's going to listen to this goddamn podcast. This is a big deal. I want to. She know. can tell us. Uh, you, if you don't think that's question number four, <laughs> you're crazy. So that's what we're going to get to. Everyone wants to know what's going to happen to them. Should we? Should we not? Is it? Is it better knowing? Is it better not? We're going to figure this out tonight. 
And uh, we'll be back in a segment. That was our opening segment. We'll be back with our guest, Serena. And this is Lost for Life, baby. Woo! All right. We're back here with our guest on Lost for Life. It is Mad Dog Mattern. We have the great Benji Sussman. Sesswine. I'm mangling every word today. And Everyone's no getting mangled. getting spots here. Damn it. <laughs> Just jokes. Um, and we also uh, don't want to forget in the booth. We got our main dude. We got the Super Tramp producing the show, baby. Got to give the love to the Super Tramp. Holla, baby. Good old Aaron Friedman. You got to love him. Producing uh, this bitch. Someone has to, baby. It's a dirty job, but someone has to do it. With us, an old friend of mine who I knew years ago because we had a mutual day job when I still did that nonsense. Apparently, I might have to go back to it if I can't enunciate Benji's last <laughs> name. Um, the wonderful Zarina. Um, I don't want to butcher your last name. You say it, and I'm, oh, I will never say it again. Just let it out. Okay, it's Moff Dett. Moff Zarina Dett. Moff Dett. It's too you much pressure. It. I can't do it. I can't <laughs> do it. It has a nice ring to it, though. It, it means she who sees clearly. Wow. Isn't that? And you were born with that name. Let's no, just jump to that. I, no, I was born with Zarina. Yes. Which means the Empress in Russian, which is great because you it's know great. how I am. You are a bit of a princess. I, I and I love it. I'm very much like, yeah, okay. But anyway, then as I got older and I got into metaphysics, which is what I do, which is the science of many different sciences that lead you to yourself or knowing of yourself, right? Okay. So then I got this name off dead from one of my spiritual advisors. And it just, it was so crazy because I always felt like I could see some things. So and someone so told you to use that as a last name. Is it almost like a stage name? Well, no, no, no. Actually, it's a whole name. It's 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 a, it's a whole. I can't even get into it because you're gonna butcher it. It's gonna look like it belongs on a sandwich that's, somewhere. That's why you <laughs> say it out way. there and put it out in the universe <laughs> for the people. It's Mafdet Mahoy Moret, and I mean, she who sees clearly is the essence of love. Wow. A- and what is that, what in? that yeah, what language? It's 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 in uh it's it's like an Egyptian Nubic wow. dialect. Yeah. Nubic. So if you ever read like the Book of the Dead or like interpretations of that, they'll use like names like that. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's represented by the, the, the uh, a great cat. So it's, you know, people are familiar with Bastet or, you know, um, uh, what are some of these other deities we're kind of into? Well, you know, a lot of cat deities people mm-hmm. are into today. Like, they get into that. So First of all, I did not know people were into cat deities. <laughs> well, the <laughs> Egyptians were. Egypt is They did back. like cats. <laughs> Egypt is back cats. and in effect, yes. Uh, you mean that, like, people are really yeah. going crazy for Egyptian culture, cats? Totally. Worshipping cats? Well, I don't oh, know. women have always worshipped cats. worshipping cats, but... You know, the whole feline thing is back. It's in style. Rihanna, be, uh, what is it, Beyonce. You know, like the whole, like, you know, it's all back. Well, I always figured just women loved cats because they well, represent your personality a lot did. better than a goldfish, women, <laughs> in okay. general. All right, all right. I'm going to give you that. And girls <laughs> love cats. Does that make men dogs? They is that make what you're saying? Somewhat. Yeah, which sounds hacky, but, I mean, you really can break it down. There's more similarities We'd to just us be a cool dogs. canine. Just so. be a cool canine. A cool canine. No, go. it's the aggressive ones and the... The sly ones. It's, yeah, I see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's, that's how cats are. But if you get into Sakmet and, you know, Bastet, Mafdet, you know, those are all like supreme deities from the past. And when you put them into today, you just, you got to win. You just can't lose. See, those names to me sound like guys who replaced Old Dirty <laughs> and Method and the Wu-Tang when they start oh doing God. solo I'm gonna records. I'm going to start a band. Thank you. I'm going to start <laughs> a band. We're going to be three different Did cats. <laughs> that would be the best. Oh, that's a good idea. All right. All right, so let's start with you just. Telling everyone you have a lot of titles, a lot of things you do. So let's get the official what you do out okay. of the way, and then we'll have you explain more okay. what those things are. And then I want to get to 
how it affects your life. Okay. okay? Oh, so fantastic. let's hit that. Okay. So I am a metaphysician. Metaphysician. And that means that I practice, I'm a practitioner of different spiritual sciences that lead you back to yourself. So, okay, most of us are born here. We don't really know what our purpose is, where we're right. going. You know, we're kind of like just trying to find ourselves. We like sit in that chaotic, like purgatory of life, right? So when you go to a metaphysician like myself, I'm going to actually sit you down. I'm going to ask you your birthday, which deals with astrology. I'm going to give you your whole rundown based on the day you were born. And some of you guys who know the time you were born, I can even become more specific with that, mm. right? Or I'll tell you something like your destiny is such and such and such today, you know, because you were born on a three of clubs day or something like that. And then I'll tell you a little bit about your personality based on that. And then if you really don't like that, you really need something a little bit more specific. I'll say, give me your hand. <laughs> and the hand is more specific than I your birth date, birth minute, birth second. Well, I think in, in my practice of this, I've seen that the hand can confirm things that the person may not want to tell you. And, wow. and, and how is that? Okay, so it's not like I say to you, like, okay, a, a lot of people get really nervous around that time in the week because they like, she knows I didn't, like, wash the dishes last week or, like, <laughs> you know, I parked in the handicapped <laughs> space or whatever. And I'm like, no, 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 no. It's not, it's not, I'm not psychic. I'm just, I'm just able to use mathematic tool, mathematical tools and, you know, this system of numbers to kind of, like, create your life ahead of you and behind you, right? So, I mean, basically what happens at that point is you just tell me something, you, you confirm to me what you want to confirm and then when i ask you certain things you know, some people don't want to reveal things about their personality i'll just look oh, okay all right you know i just know you're skeptical you know or mm -hmm. you know something like that or i'll tell you something today that might not be relevant to you today but it'll be relevant to you in like three years so yes. then like i've had people call me up and be like <gasps> you wouldn't believe this you know this happened to me you said you said you said and i said yeah and they were so far from you know that place in their life when they first saw me and that all comes from reading someone's hand. Th when I read your hand, I read your brain patterns. So I read how you think, how you feel, and then how you operate. So it's different Through things come hand. from different things. Through your hand, yeah. Because you have different, you know, like a tree, you know trees, like tree rings? Yes. Right? So you know, like if there's like a bad winter or something, like the ring starts looking crazy, you know, when you cut the tree. Sure. So the same thing happens to you, and it's all in your hand, though. Thank goodness we don't have to cut anybody up to see this, right? <laughs> so well, my, my question on <laughs> it's that is... It's not an autopsy, but it's a spiritual autopsy. Do you th but, but, but you don't have to be dead. <clears throat> Describing as spiritual, but also a science and mathematical, mm -hmm. do you think this these are things that can be tested and proven? Yes. I Okay, I got to tell you guys, when I started, I was totally into palmistry and, you know, like numbers, numerology and stuff like that, right? And someone says to me, you got to get into this astrology thing. And I said, oh, you know, that looks too hard. There are 12 signs. There are, you know, numerous different comets and stuff you guys are discovering. It's too much. But when I started to really get into it, oh, my goodness, like it started to be on point. So I became a believer because I actually, you know, sat down and studied it. And most of it is mathematical. Really? I think, yeah, I think if anything, if anything, if there's any kind of like, uh, you, what do they call it, like a margin of error, it's just because some things have a timeless meaning. Or like, you know, they didn't know there were, you know, nine bodies in this in our solar system, you know, back in like Socrates' day. So they just picked like these seven or, mm -hmm. you know, something like that. So, you know, there are different areas where you where they'll lean toward a culture, even like something because you're doing uh, astrology from a Greek perspective, it'll lean toward that culture. But if you do it from Egyptian perspective, it'll lean toward something, you know, even greater and beyond that you didn't even think exists, right. you know. And so you have to really kind of like have an open mind. All right, let me ask you this. So did you always have an open mind in something like this? Like how did you fall did. into this profession, 
to this art. What, what age okay. were you? Okay. You said initially you got into numbers. I was, yeah, I got into to numbers and palmistry. And, and actually holistic eating. And what is palmistry so, for the uh, naked ear? Okay, palmistry is, layman palmistry is the, is the study and anal uh, analysis of the lines in your hand in order to determine your personality traits okay. or, you know, what you're thinking based on your brain's activity. So, okay, like, uh, okay, so like somebody that's introverted, mm -hmm. like I could see that in your hand. Someone who's extrovert, someone who likes to write, who likes to write fiction versus uh, uh, reality, you know, um, fantasy. You could see that in their hand. Yeah. Like the wrinkles in, in one's <laughs> hand. <laughs> right. Some people say, doesn't that happen just because of the way I fold my hand? No, it no. doesn't. Let me ask you this. <laughs> okay, or so your fingers, like the size of your fingers and where they lean, you know. I have my hand out right now. Yes. I do not stare at my hand that often. <laughs> but in my mind, the lines that I have, and I'm showing it to Super Tramp in the booth right are now. You, are you right-handed? I am a righty. Okay. I'm righty-tighty. Okay. <laughs> but to me, these lines have been the same since I was a wee youngin'. Right. Right. So they never change. Yeah, right. So you could tell before I even know. If right. I'm two years old, you could look at my hand pattern and say that I, if I'm going to be a writer— I'm going to be more journalism or creative. Right. Yeah. I'm going to hate the Eagles. Fiction or nonfiction. Right. You know, I don't know if you're going to hate the Eagles now. Hey, hey. It's a conflict. <laughs> Left hand says Don Henley. Right hand says Glenn Fry. Got to make a decision. Fight it out. Victim of love or, des or uh, <laughs> easy feeling. That's what easy you have to pick. Easy feeling. Um, no, go. Uh, you, actually, this is interesting because, um, okay, so people would say exactly what you said, right? So if I read like a baby's hand, I can kind of tell like the environment that they're growing up in because they're absorbing all the time. Like kids do that remember what i said like you can pick up on nurture and nature exactly at the same time based on the hand precisely so what ends up happening is when i'm looking at their hand every six to like eight months if your circumstances change so do the lines in your hand because your brain or what you're thinking is changing so you see how it's like and, all fueled and, from and above what's the connection between brain activity and the palm your hands are literally like outlets of energy uh -huh. your hands your feet your eyes like some people do this and they can read your face it's like they like, oh, you need, you know, a kidney cleanse because there is like a shadow here or, you know, like different things like that. Mm -hmm. So these are just energy outlets. Remember, you are energy. You are organic. So you have to absorb and you have to release. You could tell that it. someone might need to clean their kidneys. Right. Based their on their face. face. Yeah. From their face. Now, couldn't that be more health, though? Couldn't that just be, hey, well, you're looking pretty plush, my dude. Now, Maybe you should drink some <laughs> agua. <laughs> well, uh, no. Put that you goddamn Jack Daniels down. <laughs> your last leg, but you'd be surprised. Some people who are, you know, who would believe that they're in generally good health, you know, if they went to someone who did, like, iridology, which is reading the eye, like, the whites in your eyes. Yes. And, and the retina. Like, I'm sure, have you guys ever heard of that? Okay. No. You are read? teaching us so yeah, much, okay. and we're only 10 minutes in. So <laughs> okay. well, you they should really read. feel like you're trailblazing right well, now. Well, this is what I was born for, so I'm totally, course, comfort, I'm totally comfortable with it. But, you know, these are like the things that you do. You read all, this, all these different things because, like, it's the idea of surgery or even, like, medical things that we go through in order to fix something when it's wrong is actually a very modern sort of um, practice. Because in antiquity, they didn't do things this way. They did things by, uh, by outwardly looking and then, you know, uh, recommending a remedy from there. So, right, you but know, that's because they didn't have what we have. We are, well, no, we are also living longer and more healthy, no? Okay, well, because don't be that. confused because, you know, the system or how everything flows throughout our solar system in the universe is that we ebb and flow. Don't believe that's this true. is the only time we've ever lived long. 
You know, don't believe that the past is all, you know, um, archaic or anything like that. Because really what happened was when I started getting into these things, I saw that these are really like the tools of the past that were used for wellness. Because mm-hmm. I was in, I was into alkaline diet, alkaline eating. So I ate in a specific pH group mm-hmm. for uh, balance. What does that mean? So that means that you eat as close to, you know, pH is 1 to 14. And that's just the whether something's acidic or basic. And a lot of people eat a lot of acidic things. You know, we live in America. We love our burgers, our pasta, our fries, our this. You know, potatoes are really big here. All that stuff is acidic. So when I got into alkaline um, dining, I actually was learning, like, how to make food and everything. And uh, it all was bringing all the food I was eating back down to a 7. So it was right in the middle. So it was balanced. I wasn't too acidic and I wasn't too basic. And so I got clarity in the mind. I mean, like, I was seeing things I never saw before. My intuition increased. My, my, just my instincts actually Through got diet. Better. Eating healthy. diet. And then what I found was that your intestines were like 70% of your, like, whole. Because remember, your body's energy. Your body is a battery. So, like, when you get rid of garbage, your body just starts moving on this vibration, you know. And it's all really a beautiful thing. So all these different sciences were all tied into that, you know, in the past. And they all created, like, a way to um, a way to live, a way of life that was not toxic. You know, uh, bad thoughts, negative thoughts, all of that kind started of stuff started disappearing when you started eating healthy. When I started eating alkaline. Going alkaline. Alkaline. Cutting out the acidic. My nonsense. mother's a Scorpio rising. She's like the warrior of the world, and she's just like, oh, you should. I was like, hey, I got this. I can see this. You know. Do most people <laughs> in your life? Okay, let's let's go with that real quick. Yeah. Your mom. Does uh-huh. she and the people close to you? Do they eat? The same way as you? Yes. Everyone yes. does. Mom, I Scorpio Rising. Scorpio Rising. You know, they they get their creed and you can't shake them. They're fixed. Fixed Which sign. sounds like a <laughs> Glenn Fry solo record in yeah. the 80s, right before he Scorpio pissed away all the money Rising. and had to beg the guys to get back together. But that's another right. story. But, you know, she was she's Scorpio Rising, which means that at the time of her birth, She's actually a Virgo by sun. So she was born September 3rd. But when she was born, the, the constellation Scorpio was coming up over the eastern horizon. So that determines the rest of her personality. She actually acts more like a Scorpio than she does a Virgo. And that happens for every single You are person. on such another level of human. <laughs> He's like, wait, where I am I? I love you to death, but you are. It, it, it's outstanding. This is what we need. But I, I sometimes feel like, Benji, you've seen Defending Your Life with Albert Brooks, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like Albert Brooks right now, and I feel like you're ripped torn. And you're like, <laughs> you're six levels ahead of me. I'm still no. eating uh, sushi that tastes great to me. And you're eating dirt because you can you're process like, you the dirt. Like it. Right, and it makes you better. Um, it's very tight. Uh, all right. Do you want well, <laughs> can't you also kind of say that staying away from just like burgers and pasta mm-hmm. and potatoes is going to help your body out? But that is that really the same thing as what the star's location is at the time of your birth? You affecting know what? You? Yes, it is. Uh, that's an excellent question to ask, because even what people like, what they like is in their astrology chart. So, like, I get a lot of Aquariuses. I love you. I love you. Magic, Aquarius. you? On the cusp, though. <laughs> One out of 50 it. publications say I'm a Pisces, and but I'm right on the cusp. And this is a crazy thing. I'm a Capricorn. I'm on the cusp. I'm, I'm 24th, but I'm on the cusp in that, like, December line, right? And every time when I knew Mad Dog in the past, every time I'd always see him and say, you are in my money house. And I was like, you are going to get me. You are going to give me some luck, some money, something. And, you and know, that's what always, a money house means. Always. That's, uh, the money house means Venus ruled. It's all like creativity, money, luck, 
Uh, what does it mean that Venus rules? I'm going to break every goddamn thing. You're, every two <laughs> words, we're stopping you, Zarina, and you need to break this shit down. I have down. no problem with that. I love it because you're all going to know what I'm talking about when, I, like, when, when I go back to my show on Monday. But, uh, when did yeah. you start playing with crystals? Well, that is a Veruca salt. What the <laughs> fuck does that mean? You Sprinkle know what it is. Amethyst. It's like when the scorpion <laughs> flies. What does that mean? you got to slow it the fuck down. We're, we don't know shit. You know, so I always say he, he would be like the harvester of anything that I could harvest that was like creative energy, money, um, just being able to uh, find things that are of value. And Mad Dog, I swear, every You're time I see this guy. You're saying I'm a walking rabbit's foot. Every, yeah, <laughs> every time I see this guy, he just comes with all this love and just and he doesn't give it to anybody else. I watch him. But I get would, that make, would that make Mad I Dog jealous. very lucky himself? I, I try, you know, I try to give him accurate readings when I see him. As so opposed to other Do you give people on that? <laughs> all right, that's all we got to get to. We're going to get to this. I don't like you. No, I'm kidding. Do you really sandbag? <laughs> no, I don't. It's just right, a joke. Just a bug no, with them? No. Ooh, no, tough break no, coming but up. I gotta, we got a point I shaver say, over here. She point shaves the fucking readings. But I got to say, sometimes I do look at her hand and say, okay, listen now, don't get crazy. You're getting crazy. Right. But yeah, no. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. You you've always brought me luck in that way. I and see luck that. could also be Jupiter, like Jupiter energy. So uh, it's also uh -oh. it's also Sagittarius. I know we got a new word, new vocabulary. You, you, you stuck into you, you the Jupiter and Sagittarius. <laughs> yes. So you know he always brings this like just oh this light to my life. So thank you. Well, like, I appreciate that. Thank you. In but, this it, moment. <laughs> but here's the thing. So I'm in your money house. Does right. that mean I'm a walking money house for no. everyone? No. Am I going no. to bring Benji? I think no. I brought Benji some good luck. Benji, uh, you, so. you are, let me just look at you. Okay. You are, you come across as a Scorpio slash Sag rising. I don't know when your birthday is, but you're going to you. tell me now. But uh, what this is, is that you actually are always in the right place at the right time. Oh, you I like actually. to travel. You always get luck from that. So mm. like his his money house is Sagittarius, which which does something. Are you ready? Here we go. It's sextiles. Ooh, it's it's like sextiles, sexting? Jupiter's place of its normal constellation, which is Sagittarius. Super trip. <laughs> Play some funkadelic <laughs> George Clinton <laughs> or Barry White right, behind right, us right now. Right, Give me some right. wah-wah. Oh, what is boom, it? Boom, uh, boom. Flow law, right? It's like <laughs> My name is Larry. Yes. Oh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, exactly. Right. Are you, when's your birthday? July 8th. It was just my birthday. <gasps> oh, so I think that makes me a cancer. <gasps> I'm a Capricorn. Hello. I don't we know what that means. Opposites, Is that what that means? <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, the inside of okay. So whatever your sign is, here's okay. something everybody can really follow. Whatever your sign is, right? So you just said July 8th. So you're a Cancer. Mad Dog, you're Aquarius. I'm a Capricorn. Yes. All this. What this actually means is that these are our egos, or what our ego is, what we came here to do, mm -hmm. what our soul's purpose is. And then our rising sign, or the time of day we were born. Every constellation goes over that eastern point. Every day, every 24 hours, everyone gets a chance to hit that eastern point on the horizon, right? So The uh, eastern point representing what? It represents the rising or the, the sign, what they call the, uh, the mask or the face of the person. So how they appear to the world and how the world appears to them. Do That's people not sometimes hit their point? No, they'll always hit their point, but if you don't know what your point is, you may be trying to do something and it's not working, and that's when you go to a metaphysician to get right. But wow. see, this is what, what I always found weird. Um, it just strains me. So if my mom would have held out, or if I would have held out, like if you were like, I'm not coming out hours, yet, and, and I'm February happened. 19th, okay, go, I'd be go. a totally different person. You would. Everything about me. I wouldn't be this loud mouth quarter guinea yelling right now. <laughs> you would. And the funny thing is when I have my clients that come into me and they and I say something to them and they say no and I look at them and I'm like, mm, I say, are you a cesarean? Are you a, a pre uh, are you a preemie? 
and they'll tell me I'm a cesarean. And that factors in. That was going to be my next question. What about in, yeah, yeah, premature yeah. births? Because they okay. weren't supposed to come they out. They weren't then. supposed to be then. And that's when I adjust. Wow. I adjust your birth time. Does I take on. I take so on God's will. I take a, a little. A little. You know. I take a little bit of God's work, and I say, Hey, look, I'm going to take this for you. I know it's heavy, so give me some, right? And I adjust your birth time. Wow. But it maybe the universe was saying that wasn't really supposed to be your natural uh, well, y- birth time. Well, y- you know, essentially you were saying, I don't want to be born at this time. Now, I've had people come to me, give me a birth time and say, okay, I'm born at this time. And then I start reading them and I'm like, hey, da 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 you know, do you like to you go outside? You enjoy going outside? You have like 10 brothers, da 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 And they'll tell me, no, no. And I say, okay, hold on, preemie or, uh, or cesarean. They'll tell me cesarean. I say, okay, let me adjust your birth time. When I move it back an hour or move it forward an hour, then I hit it. Then I say, wow. okay, well, let's start again. So, was your father into music or was he this or was he that? And then, and then boom, then it hits. But and then I say, okay, I say, that's because you're a preemie. So sometimes it takes people a moment to just adjust because, you know, we have the energies of the planet is like it's in the air. So you breathe it in. Your first breath, you're taking in everything in this three dimensional world. But everyone's breathing yeah. that in at that hour. You, you, when you are born, you're but breathing in it. But when you're in the natal, right? When you're in your natal position, when you're in the water that births you, right? You are not breathing uh, oxygen on your own. You're does, breathing through your mother's assistance. And does your mother's sign affect you at all? There are, yeah, it does. There are actually, believe it or not, a lot of people who, uh, well, I was adopted, so I okay. have a little bit of a interesting scenario with that, but. Um, a lot of people, you will be born close to your parents' um, birthday or their rising sign. Or if you're not, there'll be like a real tug of war, you know. Mm-hmm. So there, the only time this does not exist is if you are in a culture where people are actually born in season, which is what we actually probably should be doing. In season. That's like, you, like fruits. Like animals yes. have like mating yes, season. Yes, exactly, stuff. exactly. And it's just all about the – I hate but to be so lion with the circle really of life. That? This is this is like something we were doing thousands for two hundred and fifty thousand years. Like we only started getting derailed because recently we just decided other things are more important than these things. Or let's fuck when we want. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Other things be important as I have a heart on now. Right. Let's get the poison out. (laughs) Right. Right. You look really good in that skirt. Let's handle this shit. (laughs) The kids. No, we can't. We have to. uh, We have to have a kid sometime between February. Don't go anywhere. But you understand that that is that is a product of being void of culture and you know some kind of organ way of life you know here in america we do what we want to do right so yes. which is great Damn we love straight. it but you got to pay for everything that's karma that's universe too you know mm-hmm. so if you're gonna do what you want to do you're gonna get crazy people you get people who are you know totally outgoing people who are totally shy. you get everything every the, the whole run of the mill but when you go to certain places you'll see like certain people like certain cultures um they they belong to a rising sun mm-hmm. so you'll see them like there are certain cultures that are based on partnerships so they have a rising sun or their children are born a lot of them are libra rising because libra represents partnerships mm. uh, some people are very worry like very uh, like very aztec inca like all that all that was aryan energy so the, a aryan. lot of those people were born during aries on the horizon so they have like a very aggressive oh, okay. you know if i hear aryan i start running now no, so are you i don't mean like that no that word has been misconstrued in many ways all you right. know in the are past you, 50 years are you, know. you looking at the personalities of these cultures and and then just saying well then everyone must be born at this time or you actually went and looked at birth dates to see like yeah, oh no, man no, no. everyone here is in august birthday. yeah no 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 it's it's actually uh this is like just uh, collected data i've never sat down and interviewed people uh-huh. you know one by one this is just through yeah, my like study, study of something yeah that would be a, i wouldn't be, be here i'd be in, in the new york library somewhere like but you do see cultures <laughs> that have these yeah. very similar yeah. personalities i was just reading uh 
Koreans have a hard time in France, that there's something called Paris syndrome, where the sh- culture is such a shock to them, the rudeness, the in-your-face, mm. and they have such a conservative, it's very polite of, type yeah. of personality that they, they go crazy. That's Capricornian, right? Capricornian but that has conservative, to, yeah. But that has to... That I has to do with when they were all born in that? That isn't it, just it Korea's different. Or you they, go that's to how their more society works. It you're very polite. How, right. You don't look in the eye. You're very right. hello in public. You're you very don't reserved. Your yep. You don't show, em, I don't know, a lot of emotion yeah. or outgoingness. I yeah. Know. Yeah. That's I, I love that was excellent. You can come work for me now. Can I? <laughs> yeah. But I don't know if that has to do built here. That does have that to a, do with a sociological that, thing. Okay, that has to do with culture, and the reason why I bring those two things together and marry them in this conversation is because the the things that we used to do were in season or in order, mm-hmm. and they were because we had such a clear culture or we understood our culture. So if you go somewhere where the culture has not been disturbed, and there's you know all the fundamentals of how to live life are still intact. You know, or there's some kind of organization that has been in tech for, you know, uh, hundreds of years, so to speak. So, you know, if you're looking at like China, Korea, like all those things have just recently changed in China. Like a lot of those places, they've been the same for a long time. And so those are like places where you'll see a uniformity in how people are literally born because there is a system. There is a system out in those places. And in in the U.S., you can do what you want to do. So, you know, there is no system. You know, we got a lot of ADD kids out there because of this. <laughs> Is that really you attribute it to that? I would say as an astrologer, as someone that's been doing this for five years, which is not as long as some older people that have been doing this, but I've learned from the best. Like I've really sat down with some of the really, really some of the best people in the business. And they their testimony is like, wow, when you look at order and you look at disorder, you will get anything. You know, because it's like almost like genes. You know, when you go in a laboratory with a petri dish, yes, and like you know how they're like, well, the, you have like eighty, what is it, eighty thousand genes, possible gene combinations, but you only express like you know a hundred. Right. It's the same thing, because there's so many combinations. This is so mind blowing to me. Well, yeah. yeah, that's a new field, epigenetics, which is if you look at your genes like a like piano. It's smart. Yeah. Epigenetics <laughs> is the, how what the keys are being played. That's basically how they describe it. So uh, you got all yeah. these keys that aren't necessarily being played, and that's why you'll have uh, differences in identical twins. You yeah, would, you would think if they have the same exact they'd the DNA, same person, but they're not. They'd be uh, they'd be same in every yeah. single. Physical yeah, and they'd be life. really fucking creepy if they're exactly the same person. Well, uh, it, genetically they are. How crazy is that? But, but expression wise, when you see brothers <laughs> and sisters that are twins, though, they don't look that much alike. Identical, I've seen identical, not fraternal. So fraternal are basically just siblings who were born at the same time. It just happened to be in the same Look, room. Identical the zo- uh, egg they is have split. Two different eggs are just born at the same time. Identical is right. the split, the yeah. same egg, right? They're the same, egg the same house. All right, I'm changing the name of this podcast from to a different Iggy Pop <laughs> album and song. <laughs> yeah. It's Lust for Life, but apparently I'm changing it to The Idiot <laughs> because <laughs> that's what I am. I am the most wrong. I'm the one with the journalism degree, <laughs> and I'm the one mispronouncing everything. I'm asking ridiculous <laughs> shit. No, this is great. All right, let me ask this real quick. Yes. A girl is born in the room next to me. Yes. In okay. Sunrise Hospital. Love this one. February 18th. I don't know when yes. I was born. Right. 1978. <laughs> I don't know what time. Right. Is she, if we meet, mm-hmm. are we, how similar You're gonna are we? You're going to be similar. But the only difference would be because my mom was born October 11th and her mom whenever. What right, if her mom was also born October 11th, happened to give birth? Good question. Boom. October 11th, the year she was, I forget the year my mom was born. Okay. But whatever. Whatever. But so that happens. Are we 
almost the same exact person if that happens. You're not the same exact person because you both will leave that hospital and be nurtured by two different sets of parents regardless yeah. based on their experiences. But shouldn't they be similar? But they, but your personality, the way you see life, your fundamental uh, uh, blueprint will be similar, yes, if not the same. That's so crazy to me. Mm -hmm. Now, let me, uh, let me Technically, go. you can have, like, a lot of twins. If you really think like about what, it. soul twins? Like, yeah, like your soul twin, or even like people, just people who are very similar to you. Like you know, you might have more in common with uh, someone that's born. You know, sometimes they have these twins, and like someone's born in like November, the other one gets born at the end of December, mm -hmm. and like all the planets that were in retrograde all of a sudden go direct. So the second person who's born, even though they're the brother or the sister, and they were twins, and one had to stay in a little longer, you know, they have like such a different personality. And even though you grow up together with that person, you say it's my brother or my sister. You know, you may have more in common with the person that was born in the next hospital bed to you. Well, what you about what about fraternal twins born in the same day that end up being very that different? That is, we actually know, you know, Autumn and Adam. Y yeah. We, yeah, I did her chart. <laughs> oh, we should say Autumn yeah. uh, is, used to be a gentleman named Adam. Right. And uh, I'm going to try and get her as a guest because yeah. I, I think I it's think a fascinating awesome. story. She's and I remember beautiful. her when she was Adam. Mm -hmm. And I remember, beautiful. I won't get into it, but there's a yeah. specific moment of clarity that happened and then a year and a <laughs> half later um he became a she yeah and i a always beautiful she yes. like i'm envious yes. i like the name <laughs> to autumn that's a great yeah, well they keep it close yeah, yeah i like that a lot like beautiful. if you were if you were dan and then you become a woman you don't become yolanda right, right. you just you become danny you don't do that. right so yeah i did i did from that you know because she has a twin as well i didn't know she oh had you a didn't twin. know she has a twin and is the twin a yes. dude or a girl? It's a guy. So it was two boys. Okay. They were born. They're identical. Mm -hmm. Oh, they're identical. And now they're one identical. is a female. And now one has become a female the and the other has stayed ever. masculine. Wow. Yeah. So and, and when I did her chart, I said to her, you got to give me your brother's birth time. Because something like that, something really simple, like the moon moves really fast. And I forget what her moon was. But the moon say moves fast. The moon moves the moon once looks every lazy two and a half days. Me. Uh, no. I think everyone thinks the moon no. is slow. No, she's on her. She's moving. She's okay. moving. And the and moon so is a female. It's a female energy. It governs the, the sign of cancer. The moon yes. has a. Oh, yeah, it <laughs> is. There's a moon vagina is what you're telling me. It is. It controls water, you know, menstrual cycles. Which was yeah. my ninth grade band. <laughs> my ninth grade band, Moon Vagina. Oh, goodness. Third, battle cycles. of the band. We lost the sexual tobacco. <laughs> but, yeah, um. you know, but yeah, so yeah, she moves every two and a half days. She goes through every single sign, like almost two times a month. So when you're born, if, if a couple hours go by and you're on that cusp, like, you know, you're on the cusp of a sign on the calendar, you're on the cusp of the, of the moon by day, you could have Virgo moon, the next person can have Libra moon. It's, wow. And, the, and those two well, are my, different. The Libra moon, moon will love relationships, and the Virgo moon will be very analytical. Well, what, about if the, what about if it's really, you know, reserved. a minute apart, and maybe that is enough to make a big difference? But if, I, if, I have nieces. Yeah. They're twins, not, a, not identical. Okay. And they're very different. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're not identical, number one, so they're going to have their own. But they're own. born at the same time. That's okay. They, uh -huh. Well, they didn't come out of the womb at the same time. One came out before the other one. But like it a minute, it was, it was, they, <laughs> they were both cesarean, so it was like a minute oh, apart. Oh, wow. Okay, well, I've never had that, Ooh. so that's, that's something new. But even with that, they're going to still have their own personalities. Right. One may be introverted, one extroverted. Nurture may actually play mm -hmm. more of a role in how those personalities are expressed. Uh-huh. So, like, somebody, like, okay, let's do something really easy. Like, okay, uh, someone who's a Taurus, right? Or someone who's born when Taurus is coming on the horizon, so a Taurus rising. So, they're, number one, they're going to have a lot of brothers and sisters anyway. But, 
um, if they are if they're born, what's going to happen is that uh, they could that Taurus is representing material uh, wealth uh, values, um, how hard they're actually going to work for something, how lazy they're going to be. So there's a high side and low side of every sign. So one person may express the high side while the other person uh, may express know. the low side. Okay. Like, you know, it's like that whole what is it? What is it? Um, <laughs> You're like, I don't know about this. Uh, well, how old are they? Right now, they're about seven. They're still young. They're young. Okay, they're young. Well, you got to get back to me. I guess it's like, I'll, like we'll 14. mark it down 10 okay. years from now, same time, right, same yeah. place. <laughs> Give it to me, right. But uh, the, like I said, I've never had that case before. But the only logical mathematical uh, explanation. Explanation. <laughs> Explanation. I would oh, it's contagious that. now. Right. Now okay. other people Mercury can't speak English. I'm getting out of here. I'm getting out of here. You all tease me. <laughs> now you motherfuckers <laughs> got it. Get but some Mercury, of that shit. Mercury is still in retrograde, so don't feel bad. And that messes with your electronic equipment. So anything you can't say into an electronic piece of device, a phone or a microphone. Who knew case. power was that powerful? <laughs> this energy just is going and, into and then it. Here, and then here we have, we have the uh, Aquarius, right? Which is, it, it, you know, it's electricity, right? No, so I don't know any of this shit. That's what we got you on, Angel. <laughs> oh, wait, and Mercury is in Cancer, so it's quincing, right. so it's timing. Right. It's really timing. Let's do a couple wow. things right. here because we got to start wrapping it up. Right. A couple I things. want my palm red. That's I know. What I We're going to do that. We're going to do that. <laughs> all right, real quick. First of all, cliff note, quick answer. How? D who came up with all the names for the signs? Because it depends on what. Benji, I think it's shitty. Cancer. <laughs> Aquarius sounds cool. Age cool. of Aquarius. Right. Capricorn, yeah. Capricorn. Taurus. Telling people I'm a <laughs> cancer, it sounds like. A so I would think He's everyone like, born in that month that thing, right? is cancer shitty. Is it thinks they're shitty. That's a horrible no. thing to live by. I think that's just a coincidence, though. Well, I think it's, well, it's like well, the Aryan each, thing. Each thing, the reason, the reason for it. Well, is they should have named the disease after it then. They should have found something shitty for the disease. Cancer should be called like Blue Blue, blue or some shit like that. Right. Well, I'm changing they the call name it cancer blue because blue it's blue. like what? It, it just flow. It takes over. So I think that's why they called it cancer. Oh, my God. I'm is that sorry. why? I think that's why, because it's uncontrollable, and cancer mm. is water, and water flows where it wants. You can't control it. Then they should change the name of cancer to, to, to as the the uh, sign oh, okay. to amoeba. Okay, you guys should I, be called amoebas. Okay, amoeba? okay, okay. Yes. But then that, but an amoeba. Because you sponge all over the place. But amoeba is it, there's other qualities. There's other things involved the in it. There's, yeah. other, there's no constellation that's shaped like the crab, <laughs> right? Like there's no constellation that's shaped like amoeba. I mean, I guess there is. There's, got to be but i think the constellations be in can the change same, like you know it's all mathematical right. wouldn't be on the same wheel look if they don't change then they disappear just like newspapers and magazines well, you say know they what? have to adapt well you know what <laughs> the you can talk to the greeks about why they name these different I, you know i do uh, live in a story there's a lot of greeks <laughs> there's a lot of greeks but you know each thing is it's all based on culture it all goes back to culture so in their culture you know they didn't call actually cancer was actually part of scorpio Ooh. Yeah, like there used to be no Scorpios. So yeah, well, no, well, I so don't know. There used to be no Scorpios. There used to be no Scorpio, and used there used to be Scorpio and no Cancer. That's what I meant to say. There used to be Scorpio and no Cancer, because some of these constellations are like actually made up of like the tail of something. Like you know, when you talk about the thirteenth sign, like Octaurus or whatever. It's like the it's like the there a is piece a of sign. something. Of course, Octaurus is a thirteenth warrior. Why wouldn't there be a thirteenth sign? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, all right. Let's make this about you in the in the last few minutes before we get to the readings. All right, real quick. Yes. You say a lot of stuff. You know your stuff. You read I a lot. Do. You I read. Do. You educate. You go study with the masters. I try. Like you know the who's the LeBron James of your field? <laughs> All right, it's this guy. He lives in uh, Atlanta, Georgia, right now. His name is Raku. Raku. He's called the Cosmo Physician. Raku. Uh, I think he used Ra to work with Aku. Eric B. <laughs> 
No, actually, but he does look kind of like. He that. looks like. Uh, get flavor. out of here! Yes, with this. he has that flavor, right? But uh, they he's, might this have been guy, born in the same hospital. This guy is—he's a cancer sign. rising, but he's a Scorpio, so he's like Ooh. set in depth information, right? But he's cancer, so he's very emotional about what he knows, and he's also very incorporates his students into his family. So if you're gonna, you know, hang with this guy, you gotta really know your stuff. And you learn, so you, you know, know a lot. Yeah. And it's overwhelming to the naked ear. Do you find that people don't know what you're saying, and they are non? All right. Okay. When you tell, I'm, I'll be honest. When I met yeah. you, yeah, yeah, we did not initially <laughs> get along <laughs> because like, I was me. always against this shit. I always felt that there's a chance and there's a generalism. I saw David Blaine on the Howard Stern show years oh. ago on the old E show, and he did the basic way to do. Uh, and I know you're not a psychic, but what you yeah, do gets yeah. lumped in there. Yeah. Of where you could basically say. He would go up to girls at parties and go, here, let me let me read you. I can do this. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm a bit psychic. And he would just do some general stuff like, I can tell that you're very reserved and you're very shy. But when you let someone in, you let them in close and you guard <laughs> them forever. That's most people. Yeah, that's, that's most right. okay. people. Right. And he do shit like that. So I've always felt that it was a sham. Mm. And the more I knew you yeah. and learned you, I realized that this is your life. Yeah, you this do believe life, right. this. Right. This is what you are. Yeah. And it's genuine. And you do want... To help people. I do. But do you find when you meet someone and they're skeptical, how do you then feel inside? If I, if you met Benji right now right. and he was like, I think what you do is bullshit. Right. How would you I react? am skeptical. I'm with you out there. He but is a bit of a side person. I, I love it. I love it. I'd you, be like, okay, so. You welcome you a skeptic. Know? Right. I'd be like, what do you want to know? You know, and, and we'll go take it from there. I mean, he might tell me, like, all right, July 3rd? July 8th. July 8th. Okay, give me a second. Okay. I think I was born to 6 a.m. I don't know if that's I was way that people know the times they were born. <laughs> I think that that's amazing because when I got into Australia, I didn't even know my, my birth time. I didn't even know my time. Actually, my sister told me yes. my time. Give me, give me just a moment here, Ben. Give me okay, well, well, while, while you're giving me a moment, converse. Okay. I'll be right, right well, this is a question, I guess, more for you, but maybe okay. Mad Dog also. Uh, do you think most people who do this for a living – are like you and and they're in it or is it is there a scammy side to this that people know they can tap into people's insecurities and make money off? and them? those people I mean, certainly and with anything there's always like that you know abuse of something great power comes great responsibility not to quote spider-man right. but you yeah, know you have you, you as a head you that wears the crown i heard that raku does <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna love it. he's like i was measuring uh but he's he's like you know very intense about this but uh i was wrong uh, raku's more of a wolverine guy my bad <laughs> but with anything um you're gonna have your share of people that are gonna try to use it to abuse it and and really honestly i mean it's it's not really it doesn't belong to anybody so mm -hmm. in that respect the universe gives you something to use and so i guess it's really about like what your what the content of your character is at that point if you, you know if you meet someone who is in the same field as you or is uh -huh. a psychic and you can tell that they're crooked and they give people bad advice or they just say whatever and yeah, take money is do you have beef with these people or no uh, you know what? No, because I don't involve. I don't really involve myself with that. I like if I ever even saw that, I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, jump into it because it's, there's so many things that are about karma and what you're allowed to do and what other people are not allowed to do. You reap what you sow. Right. Which and Lou so, Reed said poetically in Perfect Day over and over <laughs> at the end of the song. And so you know, with that said, you kind of know. Uh, you just kind of know right away whether you should get involved or not. Mm -hmm. You know, because you do because you're involved because you're in that industry. You know. So you know what's good and you know what's not good. If I'm out drinking 
with a girl or just by myself and I see a psychic and I want to get a reading. Okay. Could I put you on the phone with the psychic before I go and you could tell if this is a good psychic or a bad psychic? I I would I would say it's not really me. It's, it would have to be something with you because they get very specific. And so there may be things that I know about you that you don't you know that or that you know about you that I don't know about you. And there and that psychic may say something that you are clearly saying in your head, this is me or I feel I resonate with this. You, you mean know? deep down subconscious me. Sometimes a psychic will say something that will bring right. that out. And of because me. you are looking for an answer, that's what you're going to get. Mm. Now, what ah. if I'm looking for no answers? What if I go to a psychic or get a reading and I'm just a clean slate? I'm not looking for something. Oh, what? hi. Oh, you just found. Uh-oh. <laughs> See, this is the excitement she has. Uh-oh. She just realized something about Benji. Uh-oh. I didn't even and show she her gets my a charge. yet. Yes. Uh, all right, Benji. How is your money looking, honey? Right now? Yeah. Uh, not so good. It's, I work y- in you comedy. Got, you got bright days <laughs> ahead of you. Really? Yeah, you got bright days. All right, but listen to me. The reason why I say this is because you were born on a day that's called Seven of Diamonds. Okay. Ooh. This is Beyonce's card. Right? Of course. Oh, that's a good card. The this is Kanye, Kanye West is Nine of Diamonds. I mean, you get, what is it? Uh, Jay-Z is, is, is Ace of Diamonds, I believe. Uh, yeah. I'm glad that you looked at me yeah. on that. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, don't you? But I do that. When I'm reading, when I have, I do that. I just, if you know me, you're in. You're in. You're in. It's just, that's it. You got to, you know. Anyway, there's, uh, okay, so with the Seven of Diamonds, okay. it is a right. karma that you have with material wealth. And this time around, this life, you have accumulated enough um, good karma to get rich. Now, this is, listen to me very carefully. I'm listening. You will have things in life. I don't know if you've already experienced this. Are you 30 yet? No. Okay, you, so you, are you 28? No. How old are you? 20, just turned 26 okay. last week. Okay, okay, it's gonna get hard before it gets better, but Fuck. work with me. Okay, so basically, what's gonna just happen- Just like Batman, just like Batman, right, has to get right. worse before it gets it's better. better. Yeah. Okay. It's all about so, superheroes. Okay, what's gonna happen to you is that right now, you're building, when you hit age 30, you're, all this is gonna become clear to you. But you're building right now how you are gonna make your money and what mechanics you're picking up. Right now, it's really important for you to pick up tools of how to make money. So don't focus so much on the creative side. Focus on the business side of things. That's so that funny be because I always say I'm focusing too much on the business no, side. No, that's what you're supposed to do. Now, the, the not, only problem okay. with that is that you are going to feel like you never have enough. Enough money? Enough money. Always. Or enough that's things. Really, really, I just would like to say I'm, in general, not like a material. I don't like stuff. I don't look to acquire. It's okay. It has nothing to do with actual, like, stuff like oh i have an iphone or oh i have a uh-huh. you know a, so a what fur is it coat. more like it has to do with acquiring a large amount and having that security? it's the amount yeah the more security yeah exactly security involved and now because you're a cancer you're very creative naturally thank you and that's fine like that's your ego but inside inside of your ego there's a miser a awful evil miserly capricorn in there and it is hard so you don't want what you try to do is approach everything with like just a easy going like hey i'm benji kind of thing but inside you already know you've account you've already decided everything you want to come out of each and every situation but with the seven of diamonds though this is the problem the only thing is that you are going to have to teach yourself that i have enough right now mm-hmm. and let me take a break because you, it's never the deficit is never really a part of your story, but you will believe that it is. Wow. So, and you're 26, you got to hit a Saturn return, which means Saturn will return to the place it was at your birth, and that's going to be hard. When's that? What year? What year? 87. Oh, you're you're in. Um, oh, you might have a. a you, do you give me your hand? See, this is well, when the hand comes in. The one you write with. 
I've ever been okay. my right hand. Yeah. Right. Come close. Uh, well, you've already had ups and downs in your life. Well, here's my question. What's me? going on? Yeah. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Yeah, about four almost, oh, my God, life-changing situations. Are you okay? I don't know if I, I – Have you had four life-changing situations Like you throughout your life? Life-changing situations? Like either a, like a sudden a sudden move, a sudden – it could be an illness, but I don't – you don't come across as – No, a, I've always – Breakups and things like that count. Let's get – Yeah, what are the like a, just a derailment so like knows. today is not yesterday or the day before. Today is my life is about to change and it's never going to be the way it used to be. Where are uh, your parents? My parents are yeah. good. Okay. I, all right. Yeah, with you, it's your it's your life being settled in your life. You don't. Is this like have to do with your travel and always moving around and like I don't. That? Like, where do you put your roots? I don't think I found my roots. Okay. <laughs> but well, I don't think I travel that much, or as much as I would like. Like to. Other than those music festivals. <laughs> Other than seeing the Chili Peppers eight times like, a year because they only play fucking festivals. Right? No. Um, give me your hand again. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm thank you. Yeah, don't take it away till I tell you. Oh, yeah, no. my bad. <laughs> um, I can't really say I've had four or five life-changing moments. I, 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 part of me feels like I haven't experienced enough. Okay. Well, and this is and this is what happens when the person is like under thirty mm -hmm. because once you. you hit thirty, you hit that full circle. Like you now know all the rules. 30 brings Saturn back, and Saturn is the planet of all the rules. Mm -hmm. So in the next four years, you're going to experience turbulence. Okay. And that's I'm just to get that. you, like, that's to really grow you up. Like, you're not even an adult it's yet. It's the workout. Right, yeah, until you hit 30. I just hit 30. You're I, just telling me one butt. of my bosses is not an adult. <laughs> no, no, not an <laughs> I'm adult I'm done yet. taking <laughs> instructions from you, baby. <laughs> but, no, it means, it means in your personality, mm -hmm. in your, the way that you No, I do think I have a lot things. of growth yeah, to mentally. do. I'm, I'm I know that you 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 are your parents wanted you to do something that they do. What are, what is your father's <sighs> profession? My father's business. He had my mom. I guess didn't, I, I I like being creative. I want to go into film. I mm -hmm. want to write and direct. Okay. Um, I can't say she was so thrilled about that off the okay. bat. Yeah, <laughs> they they had something in mind for you, and then you went off the beaten path. Here's yeah, well, that's probably religion. I they're oh. both religious, and I I. Came out of the closet as not religious. Okay, it did. Was that a derailing experience for you? For them more than me. Yeah, okay. for me also. Like but also, know, my brother came out of the closet as gay at the same time. So they okay. went through a lot right so, there. Okay, so see, like these are the different things the lifeline is representing to me. This is like the breakup of, of solid structure or things yeah. that derail from what we used to know. Like nothing will ever be the same. Yeah, like that was once he came out of the closet, he couldn't go back in. Right. Once also, you decided once you to like religion, you can't go, you know, you're not going back. I mean, I, right. I don't know. I think you can go back to religion if you want to. I think that's true also. Yeah. I think for me it was the the lack of belief. Okay. And that left a big vacuum. Okay. So I was like, well, now why what? am I doing right. the things that yeah. I do? Okay, well, you are actually going towards something that has to do with your reputation. You you want to be on stage in some way, and this is in your brain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like being behind camera more than on stage, but I want to be But there is an element of, of showmanship in you. I love it. And you okay. do perform a little bit. I do perform. You're an improv okay. troupe. You do stand up here and there. Yeah. Right okay, sketch. now shake your hand out and then just hold it. Just like hold it naturally. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, you know how to follow the rules. That's good. Too um, much. Yeah, you're not like like me. I'm look at my hand. Well, I have to explain that people couldn't see it. So Benji shook his hand and he just left it there in yeah, a very limp. casual Give it a limp. Hand, limp. Right. Now do some, and then you could look at that and say he knows how to take the, instructions. Yeah, those are people that are either they're good, they know how to be a part of the team, or there are people that always break the mold. But are there people no, who shake their member. hand and do something different than just leave it like that? Yeah, they shake their hand and then they hold it out and the, their pinky like sits far away from the rest of their hand, yeah. And then what does that say about those people? Those people do not like to follow the rules. They like to do their own thing. They do not like to be told what so to do. They're very rebellious. Just going limp <laughs> is following the rules. 
There's a lot of metaphor there, well, isn't it there? Does, it doesn't. It's not a negativity. It shows that he can. Ha he has solidarity in a team. He's dependable. Okay. You know? But I also don't like people telling me what to do. But I never that's, was that's a, a rule breaker. Yeah, right. The cancer is the mother, and the mother doesn't want anybody telling them what to do. Once it doesn't again, mean it that you're feminine cancer. anyway. No, no, it just means that that's the personality traits of cancer. Now see how we move, how we go yes. from each science down so that we can get a clearer vision of what's going on. You know. So what should I be focusing on? Right now, you need to be focusing on how to pick up the skills that you need to survive. But not creatively. You're saying from a business. Yeah, not, not necessarily skills. creatively. More from a business aspect, only because as a seven of diamonds, you're going to accentuate that characteristic better mm -hmm. than anything else right now because you are in tune with that vibration of numbers or value or, you know, kind of just th what are the basics. You want to know the fundamentals and how to just make it work every time. Yeah. You don't care about whether it gets crazy necessarily or whether it's like spectacular, but you just need the result. To, you need process and result, process and result, and you need a result every time. And that's also probably why you're so critical because you're like, well, things can be done this way, you right. know, whereas some people can live their life and they, you know, they never, they may never get a result and they're okay with that. You know, it's very Piscean. You know. Well, all right, wow. here's my question. Do you think anyone else sitting in that chair, if you gave them the same reading, mm -hmm. could relate to that? Like if our, our producer and another one of our <laughs> uh, producers, bookers, talent agent, right. the lovely Becky is in the booth now as well. Do you think if they sat there and got the same reading that Benji got, they would be able to relate? Would, could they you relate to anything that was said? Like if that was said to you guys, could you guys relate to that? I think that's where people get that's skeptical. People get skeptical. So that's now that's I now want you to okay. That. Now this is this is the the uh, thing about that is that this is a person who is critical, right? There are people who are not critical, but they have critical moments. So that's why I break it down. Like, okay, what happened? Like he initially said no. He, you know, his life was just you know dandy or whatever kind of sort of thing, or like it's been even keel. But then when he started to get into it, he's like, no, this happened and that happened and da da da. You know what I mean? His brother himself da da da. There were certain uh, events in his life that have uh, derailed his life from being straight and just you know um, even keel the whole time. Now everybody goes through life events, but there are things that derail us. So those things, or and you know, you will know the more personal issues in your own life. Um, those things will derail you to the point where you felt it. And so mm -hmm. that's how the brain connection comes in because it was on your mind. You lived it, you experienced it, and then it came up. Now, if Becky comes down, Becky, do you want to come down here? <laughs> she, I'm like, let's just do it, you know, because. You got a mic set up. You know, we do have a mic set up. If, uh, and we Becky do have to wrap up, though. We do have okay. to start wrapping up. All right, well, she comes down, and I look, and she, she might have a whole different experience. Now, Becky, are you 30 no. or over? Okay, so you're okay. Great. So you're in a similar position. Okay, switch, switch seats. Yeah, switch seats real quick. The lovely Becky is yeah. here. All right. How old are you? Twenty six. I'm twenty seven. Okay, a year older. Okay, great. All my bosses All right, are so, so much high. younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. Nice to meet uh, you. Sorry, okay. What's your name? I'm Zarina Mopdad. Zarina. Yep. Okay, give me the hand you write with. Okay. Okay. And the writing hand is important because that's the one with the most brain activity. Come a little close. Comes um, comes into play. She's just going to get ready. Okay. Okay. All right. So, here we okay. Go. Now, here we go. All right. Becky has uh, two different things going on here. S this is her lifeline, and you see there's no breaks in it. No breaks at all. So her, it doesn't mean your life is perfect, but you can. there are people in your life you count on, mm -hmm. and that's more important to you. Mm -hmm. um, dependability is important to you, too. She is from Indiana, though. A lot of shit doesn't happen <laughs> there. Nothing for nothing. A lot like of things don't happen there. It stays very even so. keel there. Right. Now, this is really interesting. This is your headline or how you think. Mm -hmm. And you have a creative headline as well, but see how it uh, does like a bump here, mm -hmm. right here? It's, it bumps underneath Saturn. 
this is it, either you went to school or you want to go back to school for something. The what you know from school gives you your self value. You like that is really really important to you. The other thing too about uh, your headline is that it's a little shorter than his. So you like routine as well. Mm-hmm. I wake up, I brush my teeth, I go to I go to work, I go I do this. Da, 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 da. His is a little bit different, so mm-hmm. he may have. And a you little agree bit with more this, or you that. just? Yeah, no, no, I really like routine. <laughs> there you go. So. Yeah. Now she's also critical. She has uh, her headline and her uh, lifeline are joined together and they extend like from the from the side of her hand. Um, They extend into her palm. So she's critical, too. She has her moments, too. She probably it's more. But for her, it's more like dependable for him. It's more like I don't believe you. Okay. So those are two. Those are the two mediums. Remember how I say you have a high side, a high side or a low side, anything or everything, you know, these are how these things are displayed. So mm-hmm. you may even like you may even like your settings or you may not like to move or like uh, your environment to change often. So that yeah. may be something that's more. How far off is the line and no one can see it uh, mm-hmm. in their earbuds or however they listen to it. How far? What is the difference mm-hmm. in their like how many inches or design wise is it that changes them from being different from each other? Like okay, ha- it's it's actually in this case it's the shape of the line. She has and a wave. And what is her shape compared she to his? She has a wave. Is a wave. And he has more of a straight of line. Of a straight line. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. and okay. And the and the straighter, the uh, more uh, analytical, the curvier you're gonna get more emotional, like emotional thinker too. Like this yeah. is an emotional thinker. She doesn't like it. She doesn't do it. He doesn't like it. He tries to figure out why is it necessary. He analyzes, and then he'll do it. He, all right, so let me just hit you with this. Is our lives predetermined? That is the, the golden million-dollar question. And no one knows this. I have a tattoo of people question. It's a morphati, the love of fate. I trust that yeah. I end up where I'm supposed to be. I was supposed to be sitting here right, at this time me. talking to right, you yeah. with everyone here. But my question, people don't believe that because people free believe we have free will, which I still think we do. I th- I, I, but I feel that we were supposed to make the decisions right. we make. Right. But basically what you're saying with the palms makes me think that I'm supposed to just be this guy. Well, no, this is remember, the palm is the reflection of the brain or the thoughts in the head coming and, and being released through the energy released point in the hand. Does the palm the, and this the question palm tells me the environment. Yeah, the nurturing. Do the lines change in the hand yes. as you change as a person? Yes. Like, I was a diehard liberal when I was a kid. Yeah. I am more moderate now and yeah. definitely fiscally conservative. Would my mm-hmm. lines change to reflect my yes. ideology politically and socially in that? Yes. If you, anything that changes your life uh, just like everything in your life or everything in your life. And if any life change where today is no longer what it was yesterday is going to change. If you pack it up and decide to move to Waikiki, Waikiki. tomorrow. Waikiki. And we'll so have to look up where that is. Tiki I don't know where I'm going. And stuff, you know. <laughs> Guess what? Geometry. You're not going to be in <laughs> You're not going to be in New York <laughs> anymore. You might still be meeting people, but your whole entire life, you know, your circumstance, everything is going to change. And your hand will then change. It takes like six to eight months for a, a change to show up in your hand. Well, I'm going to start taking selfies on Pictures, my hand yeah. every day. You know what? You could contact me on my website at GlamorousHealth.com. Yes, put that out there. Gla- at GlamorousHealth, G-L-A-M-O-U-R-O-U-S, health, H-E-A-L-T-H.com. And what I do is for my palmistry readings, you take a picture of your hand with your cell phone. Send it to me, wow. and I'll do your reading for Modern you. Modern fucking times. You know, and where else can Capricorn. people see you? <laughs> Capricorn. As you know, I'm a Capricorn <laughs> rising, falling. I, I am. I'm, I'm a, a Capricorn, now. I'm Capricorn sure the rising. I came here to like scale down all these crazy things so that I could do them better. Where can but, people um, find you? You can find this? me on sev-tv.com. Yes. And I do a show called Astrology with Z. Is it every week? 
It's every week. Yes, we do it on Mondays. So if you watch Monday night, it's usually up. Um, SCV is uh, part of the Sonic Electric Network. Great. And they do great. They do all kind of really uh, great musical magazine articles, all kind of really great stuff, too. Yeah. See, one hand. <laughs> Wash the other, the other right? Um, <laughs> and then what, people come in and you talk to them and you do readings? Yeah, you can. I do a reading. I can do a reading with you over the phone. Just give me your birth date or, you know, in this case, if you don't know your time or whatever, have you know, do it like that. Or um, I can come meet you and do it in person. You know, some people feel better in a closed environment. I don't know. Um but yeah, I'm very flexible with it. I also have products coming out that are. And what are your products? <laughs> they are. Uh, I'm doing an astral elixir. And what is and that? And these, uh, th what it does is, uh, everybody has a house of death, or the thing that's going to take you out of here. You right? know what's going to kill us. You can I'm figure it out. You, I know the I know the circumstances under which is going to take you down. Yeah. What? And so I do an astral elixir <laughs> to cover that. So, you know, it, you're still what going do down. We're that? all going down, right? But uh, some people, actually, it's more of a health thing. It's, it's like, so if, if you are, um, if you're an Aquarius rising, yes. then you have uh, a lot of Cancerian energy in your eighth house. So what that means is that you would actually um, experience either like maybe even stomach issues and stuff like that. I do have stomach issues, yes. Okay, so um, stomach issues would probably be something that would be difficult for you, digestion, Yes. I gastro and uh, oh, even Virgo's feel this because those twenty five percent Italian, but okay. Okay, well, I mean, you know, I don't know if you go alkaline, but go away. But anyway, so in your in your older age or as your body starts to deteriorate, this is your weak point. And so I develop products that cater to preserving your weak point so that it doesn't feel as painful. And they can find that on your <laughs> on your website. Uh, uh, those will be coming up soon before the end of the summer. But that's what um, those are the products that we're getting into now. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. Serena, thank you so much it's for coming pleasure. in. Thank this you is great. Uh, you're the, the perfect. Yes. Yeah, so look how happy welcome. Becky is. I haven't seen her this happy in ever. <laughs> um, you're very welcome. You're very welcome. Thank you thank so much. You were the perfect first guest for Lust of Life. I want to thank Benji. You did outstanding. Thanks for having uh, me. I appreciate it. Becky, Thanks, Mad Dog, our host. Thank you. <laughs> Mad Super Dog. Tramp. Uh, we'll see you every week on this podcast, baby. Uh, yes. Quick plug, uh, visit StandUpNY.com. Yes. Visit uh, StandUpNY Labs' YouTube channel. A lot of great stuff. And our uh, podcast also. Yeah, these Not podcasts. Mad Dogs, but we have, we have a lot of them. This is a great network. This club uh, is doing great. Thank Benji, you took over, what, two years ago? Uh, booking Booker. two years ago, yeah. Yeah, and the, the club has become the hottest club in the city. Thank it's you. my home club. They're also branching out into other things now, and it's beautiful to be a part of this network. And uh, we're going to try and keep it interesting every week. Lust for life, man. Check us out next week. Till then, it's Mad Dog Madden. Just want to remind you, babies, we're all worth a million in prizes. Don't forget that. Out, baby. We're out.